In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. Have you ever, in a moment of great stress, or in a time of physical suffering, ever said to yourself, why? And then wondered, is God punishing me, or is God still here among us? If you've had, ever experienced that sense of desolation, then you understand what the Israelites were feeling in today's lesson from the book of Exodus. Here, this group of Israelites under Moses' leadership have, by the darkness of night, picked up everything they can and literally escaped the slavery of Egypt, crossed the Red Sea, and are now wandering through the wilderness. Now, without their master, Pharaoh, to feed them and house them and make sure all their basic needs are taken care of, this group of Israelites have to figure out how to take care of themselves. And so as they have arrived at Rephidim and discovered there is no water to drink, the basic need of any human life, they look to Moses out of fear, I assume, and complain and wonder, has God brought us out of slavery in Egypt to this place only for us and for our children to die of thirst? And so poor Moses, who, although maybe has a little bit of extra ability to lead because of the life he led in Egypt as one of Pharaoh's household, now is faced with a dilemma. What do I do? I'm mere human. I cannot make water rush out from the sand. And so as the people complain and grow in fear, Moses turns to God. And he brings before God the concerns and the complaints of the children of Israel. And God basically says, don't worry. Go to Meribah and Manasseh, and there strike the rock, and I will bring forth water enough for all to drink. And so Moses does as he is told, and sure enough, he strikes the rock with his staff, and water in plentiful supply gushes forth from the rock, and the people have enough to drink. But this isn't the end of the plight of the Israelites. Chris, soon, now that water is plentiful and they no longer thirst, they realize that they are hungry. And again, wonder if they have come to this place, perhaps not to die of thirst, but for God only to have them die of hunger. And so Moses goes back to God and asks God the question, what do I do? And God says, don't worry. I will provide. And so the question at the end of today's reading, is God with us or not? What the people of Israel discover is that God is with them. That God will continue to feed and provide them with water enough to drink. And that the promise that he has given them of a land, a great nation, will come to be in God's time. 
I look at this story and I think about where we are today as many of us are worshiping remotely through Facebook Live, as the shadow of our health concern and fear over the coronavirus is now taking hold of this nation, and many of us and all of us are being asked at this point to self-isolate. And we ask the question as people get sick with the coronavirus, is God still with us? Or has God abandoned us? And the answer we hear is the same answer that the Israelites heard so many millennia ago. God is here. God will provide. God's promise will be fulfilled. The words we heard from Paul's letter to the Roman this morning affirm that message as he reminds the church at Rome of how great God's love is for each and every one of us. In this reading, he talks about Christ's sacrifice on the cross. He illustrates the how of John's words that we heard last week, that God so loved the world that he gave his only son for us, that those who believe in him should not die but have everlasting life. In his words to the Romans, he reminds them that God, unlike human beings, sacrificed God's self for us, not because we were good or even on any level righteous, but while we were still sinners, people who had turned their backs on God, who had offended against God, even when we were still in that state, that is when God chose to come into this world and to give himself freely for us so that we might be made righteous with God again. God's love is so strong, Paul tells us, that no matter how far we have strayed from God, God will find a way to call us back into his loving embrace. This week, as our governor has recommended and our bishop has asked that churches no longer hold public worship so that we can help curve or flatten the curve of the spread of this virus. One of the reasons we at St. Peter's made the decision to broadcast our worship on Facebook Live is because we know that through worship and prayer, we are able to remind ourselves and experience the truth about God, that God's love is constant, that God never abandons us and is always with us. And through our prayers as a community of faith and through our rituals and sacraments, God's love is made tangibly known to us. One of the reasons I chose to continue offering the celebration of the Holy Eucharist is because here at St. Peter's, 
That is what we know and understand to be our worship on Sunday morning. It offers us that which is familiar in a time of chaos and uncertainty. And for as long as the health department and the bishop permits, I will continue to offer the sacrament of the Eucharist to all who wish to drive by and through our lot on Sunday mornings after services to offer you that which is tangible, the bread, the body of Christ, so that you too can be physically as well as spiritually nourished by the love of God and know that through this time of concern, God is with us in the same way God was with the Israelites, that God will provide and God's love will continue no matter how confusing or scary this world may become. Amen.